This is Council for Life, a podcast engaging conversations about mental health and the Christian life, with licensed biblical counselors Beth Broom and Eliza Huey. Welcome back to Council for Life. I'm Eliza. And I'm Beth. And it is great to be with you all. This is um, a, a special episode that we're, we're going to be talking about a subject today that I think is really appropriate for the season. And part of that is because um, we are going to be taking a week off. So Thanksgiving is coming up and we're going to take a week off of the podcast that week. And so we thought it makes sense to talk about something related to uh, this season, definitely something we can think about all the time, but very related to this season, and that is the subject of gratitude. And so Beth and I are going to share some some things with you that hopefully you're going to find helpful and insightful about the value of it, and then we'll jump into some ways that you can kind of practice it that we think are going to be um, really beneficial for you. So yeah, just to kind of start off, I'm, I'll am i start, Beth, and maybe you can add some things. We can just share a, a couple things, um, just the benefits that we see of gratitude. And, and what comes to my mind first is, obviously, we're counselors. This, ep- this podcast is Counsel for Life, and so we talk a lot about counseling. Um, gratitude affects your mental health. It absolutely does. And so that's not just coming from a biblical perspective, though we see that to be true, that anytime the Lord calls us to do anything and he calls us to be thankful, it's for our good, but it affects our mental health. And secular counselors will agree on that and will say, like, this is one way to improve your emotional and your mental health is Think about things that you're grateful for. Journal some things that you're grateful for. Write them down. There's lots of journals you can find that are specifically focused on that. And so it's good for your your mental health, your emotional health. It helps you to, to, even in a hard situation, um, pay attention to good things, which changes your mood. And so that's one of the benefits. What's, What's a benefit you would say, Beth? Yeah, I actually will just kind of tack onto that when we think about passages of scripture like Philippians 4 that that command us to think about what is pure and good and noble and holy. Um, these kinds of things, it's, it's meant to point us towards the Lord, obviously. The Lord is the ultimate good. But also, he has created a good world. He created the world to be good. He created a, a, us to live in this world and enjoy the goodness that is here. And I think it is very easy for us to really kind of have tunnel vision and be too laser focused on whatever is urgent in front of us or the stresses of life and things like that. It's much easier to think about things that are hard and difficult than to think about things that we're grateful for and that are good. And so there is almost this element of discipline, of disciplining our minds to, to choose, to think about what is good and holy and noble and just. And so doing that is, yes, you, you said it, it's commanded in scripture. It is meant for our good, but we just, we just have so much to be grateful for, even in seasons of stress and difficulty and even trauma. It's being able to lift our eyes to the Lord and to the things of the Lord is good for us. And it cultivates more and more goodness. I like the word cultivating mm-hmm. gratitude because it's like a farming metaphor. You, you cultivate the ground, you till the soil and you plant seeds and those seeds grow into something. So there's something yeah. that's ongoing and continual about gratitude. It grows as we do it it continues to grow in our hearts and minds and create more and more mental and emotional health as we are moving through life. Yeah. And you know, 
one other thing that comes to my mind too, another benefit is that um, just some of the things that we're talking about spill over into another benefit, which is your relational health. So, so relationships benefit from the um, practice of gratitude and um, in marriage counseling, which, which, you know, you and I both do a lot of counseling. And one of the things that I will often say in marriage counseling, though, this applies to any relationship really is I will tell the couple, the way that you think about your spouse when they're not with you actually impacts your marriage. And the same would be true about any relationship. The way that you think about another person who you have a relationship with, friendship or a colleague or whatever that relationship is, the way that you think about them when they're not there actually impacts that relationship. And if you can think about them with the spirit of gratitude, even maybe if you're going through a hard season with them, what can you be thankful for about them? It changes how you interact with them when you're present with them. And so gratitude is not just a nice thing to kind of put up there on a, put on a coffee mug or on the cover of a journal. It actually is a relationship tool that can benefit you in whatever relationship that you're in. It, it helps uh, grow your relationships into a healthier place. So any other benefits that you might mention? Yeah, I think finally, and we touched on this a tiny bit, but just our physical health is also benefited Mm -hmm. by gratitude. It's so interesting, the interplay between mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health, it's all integrated together. We Mm -hmm. are whole beings. Mm -hmm. And so our physical bodies actually are benefited by the discipline and the work of gratitude. And so you can read studies about how mm-hmm. smiling and laughing and having positive outlook on life actually benefits our physical health, heart health and digestive health and all this, cause it's all interconnected. And so our bodies are actually benefited as well as we so walk in gratitude. And I know, man, when you go through hard seasons, it's, it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to focus on what we're grateful for, which is why I know you mentioned journals. It's like for me in hard seasons, you know, having some sort of something that was tangible, like writing mm-hmm. down what I'm grateful for has been really helpful. I know that gets us into kind of the practicals, but just being able to mm-hmm. have something that I pick up and say, I'm going to write down something I'm grateful for. And yeah. it's November. I know a lot of people do like a month of gratitude in November and they'll post on social media every day it. or every week mm-hmm. things they're grateful for. This is good for us. Exactly. It is good for us to do. Yeah. And so like, let's just talk about that in the remainder of our time. What are some ways, how can our listeners, how can we actually implement this? How can we do this? And um, I'll share something and then maybe Beth, you can share something and and then we'll just let you all kind of be able to to move into this yourselves. But um, one of the things that I think is really important as you think about practicing gratitude is again, and this kind of ties back into the relationships is practicing it with other people. So when you see something good in another person, say it, share it, point it out to them. And especially I would say, if you see that, that what you're, what you're noticing in them is the work of God's spirit in them. Like God is doing something in their heart and it's evidenced in their behavior, their character, point that out. I mean, Hebrews tells us that in, that we're to encourage one another every day while it's still called today. And so I just think, you know what, actually, Beth, I think what would be good is if we just did that, like we can tell you all as you listen to this, like, here's a good thing to do. 
but I think it's another thing to do it. So I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to do that. So as I'm talking, I'm just thinking about somebody coming to my mind who um, I am so thankful for their leadership. And honestly, it's, it's my pastor um, who he leads a very large church, has a lot of responsibility. And yet just this past week, we were in a staff meeting, which he takes the time to personally lead, even though it's a large staff with a lot, and he has a lot of responsibilities. Um, he takes the time to be present with us. And what I, what I think I'm most grateful for is he is always pointing us back to what's most important. Yes, there's a lot of work to do in a big church. Yes, there's a lot of ministries happening. Yes, we need to be juggling and managing all of the the difficulties of, of running a large church. But he just brings us back to the gospel and how that's so important to be in God's word and to be living out the gospel in our own lives. And I'm so thankful for that. So, and just recognizing that. And I will say that I, I pointed that out to him, but I'm pointing it out here on the show as well. And so I would just ask our listeners, who's coming to your mind right now? Say their name out loud, who you're, you're thankful for what you see in them. You're grateful for the relationship that you have with them. So just say their name. And then I think if you could just pause for a minute, what would be maybe one sentence that you would say to them to share that you're grateful? Just think, think about that for a minute. What would be the sentence that you would say to them that would say, I'm so thankful for you because, or I'm grateful for you because fill that sentence out in your mind. And I would actually encourage you to send that sentence to them. Even right now, if you want, grab your phone text them. I'm grateful for you because let the spirit move in you to show that gratitude to another person. So that's just one way that I think we can practice gratitude. Um, any, any other ideas, Beth, what would you share maybe? Well, I think this one, this one will be right up your alley, Eliza, recognizing beauty in mm. the world that God has made. And there are a lot of different ways to do this. I've, 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 I will tell you guys, I follow Eliza on Instagram and Twitter, whatever. She will sometimes post, I think it was a frog this week. Oh, fern. That little frog. Yeah. You found a frog and you took a photo of it uh, while you were walking or, or hiking or whatever. And, um, you know, just this idea of the recognition of the beauty that God has given us to see, to experience all the five senses there's so much beauty and, and I want to be aware and, and understand that, man, if you're, when you're in a really hard season, things can almost feel like they're in black and white. If that makes sense. It's like, yeah, being in really hard seasons sometimes mutes the beauty for us, but it, it doesn't go away and being able to recognize it and, and see it, hear it, smell it, feel it. These are important things to do in the midst of our healing process from difficult seasons. So as a, I, I do primarily trauma work in my counseling, uh, and, and a lot of what I do is seeking to cultivate an understanding of beauty because that has been what's been muted in a lot of ways for people who've experienced trauma. So we'll just sit in counseling sessions and I'll ask them questions about what's beautiful in your life. And I want to hear it. I want to hear them say it. And so, man, you gave an example of somebody that you're grateful for. I will give an example of something I'm grateful for. In yeah. Beauty. I'm sitting in my office. I'm looking out my window right now and it's a November day. It is so windy. I live in Dallas 
and it's super windy today. And because we are in the fall season, what, what's happening when the wind blows is that the leaves are coming off the trees. So the leaves that have turned and are now no longer living are coming off the trees. And it just reminds me of the seasons that change. It reminds me that God is in charge of the changing of the seasons and that, mm-hmm. that it's a constant. Seasons change every year. Mm. He creates this rhythm for us that's built into our world and it's beautiful and it's good. And I love the fall. I don't love the winter, but the fall, the, the leaves fall on the ground and then the winter happens and everything is dormant. And that is part of what produces the spring and allows for things to grow. And so this is something so beautiful. And I, I need to actually have that thought in my brain and even maybe say it out loud and pray it out loud to the Lord. God, thank you for being in charge of the seasons and that Mm -hmm. they're constant. Thank you for letting the trees turn. It's so beautiful. I grew up in West Texas where there aren't any trees. (laughs) And so (laughs) living in Dallas now, I'm super grateful. It's like, oh, look, this is what fall is supposed to happen. Like the trees change colors and there are all these beautiful colors. I love it. And I'm just grateful for that. And so even something as simple as that, allowing ourselves to ruminate and think about and meditate on the beauty of the world that the Lord has given us to live in. Mm, that's so good. And I would encourage you to even think about that right now, as you listen to this podcast, what can you say, God, I am so thankful for the beauty of, and fill in the blank, take the time to do that as you're driving in your car or doing whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. Cause I'm pretty sure nobody just listens to a podcast. It's, it's always a multitasking thing. It seems <laughs> like, yeah. But that's great. That's really good. Well, we hope that this has kind of put you more in the spirit of gratitude as we move into Thanksgiving. And we are so thankful for you all who have listened to this podcast. Thankful for all of you who has shared this podcast. And we ask that you would just continue to do that. And as we always end our podcast with this moment of humanity, real life with Beth and Eliza. Um, Let's just share Beth, if you're willing to share something that is maybe not so spiritual, but is, but is something you're deeply grateful for. And um, this can be, my goodness, this can be anything, I guess, maybe I'll go first and then you can have a second to think about it. But what comes to my mind is just kind of silly. But I am actually very thankful for crunchy, salty food. And I know we've kind of mentioned this before. <laughs> we have. We keep coming back to that. I am not. A, I don't have so much of a sweet tooth as I do. Boy, if I if it's crunchy and salty, you're my friend. So, <laughs> so that's not very spiritual, but I'm grateful for that. How about you? What would you say? Well, I actually, I'm going to change my answer. I was going to go with coffee, but that's kind of assumed. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that by now. I'm super grateful for coffee. And I actually think it can be deeply spiritual. <laughs> this is true. true answer about it. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to change my answer. I, I'm going to give a second answer. Something I'm really grateful for is old cartoons. This is going to sound weird, but let me explain it. So um, this this started really happening during the when the pandemic began. We were in quarantine, but um, cartoons like Scooby Doo, oh yeah, and the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So what started happening was that my older, because I have two kids who are not kids anymore. I have an, a twenty year old and an eighteen year old, and then I have a ten year old. And um, so that it's just been really cool that like. I think I may have mentioned this, that during, yeah, I think you did. Yeah. yeah. That we've, we've watched cartoons together, but I'm just really grateful. Cause that actually, even though that's something silly and small, it brought us together 
I got, yeah. and, I'm, and we're still doing it. Like we're still watching, we're still finding new things that the older ones are like, oh, here's something else that uh, Elijah hasn't seen before. Let's, let's show him this cartoon. And so we're continuing to do that, which has been really fun. And it's like, that's a, great. It's a shared experience. That's been really fun. I think, I I think that's great. fun. Cartoons, cartoons are cartoons. great. That's, I'm grateful for cartoons. Well, so we would just encourage you all to think about that. Like what even a silly thing are you grateful for that you can share? And we'd love to hear about it. So if you follow us on Instagram um, or social media, put it down. Like we will have this, this episode posted. What are you grateful for? And just finish the, finish the sentence. I'm grateful for, and then put it in there. We would love to hear from you. So um, thank you once again for joining us. We are, like we already said, so grateful for you, our listeners. And we're grateful that you come back every week and you share it with your friends. And so we won't be here next week, but we look forward to seeing you again um, for another episode on, for, for another episode of Council for Life. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Council for Life with Beth Broom and Eliza Huey. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please be sure to rate, share, and subscribe. And for more information, visit Council for Life podcast dot com.